uh, we have we got some uh these were gifted to us but there's like these smart socks that um like take the you know uh, like the pulse and stuff like that and they send it i don't know to an app or something like that but um like just keep telling your baby's okay but yeah. i which is it's a cool idea but it's like I think it's just too much anxiety inducing for me to like constantly check that. So I just, I see. So you're just staring at the phone, making sure your child's heart is beating. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And then like, if he kicks off his sock, you have to run in there and. Oh yeah. He's gone. You know? Yeah. I've already, (laughs) I've already called 911. (laughs) Scene in Apollo 13 when they rip off all their leads. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh, It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Yeah, so just prepare to. Uh, Y'all don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepare to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch Welcome Pacers fans, you were listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. So this is episode 585. Company from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and former season ticket holder. This show, we are doing our Pacers Undebeat Awards. The season is over, so we're just going to do it now. <laughs> so, no, I, Joe, uh, what you're telling me is you don't think that these uh, races are going to change in the last two weeks of Pacer basketball? Uh, uh, I, I absolutely do not. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we're good. Why we waited this it. long is the question I'm asking myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right after trade deadline, we could have done this. Exactly. Yep. Well, we yeah, we wanted to get uh, Halliburton a little a little time to play before we uh, uh, made our decisions. So before we crowned him everything, give him all yes. the <laughs> awards. Yep. Joining me this show are all three of our analysts, coast to coast, like butter toast. First, from the high school home of Jameson Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatables? Shout out to April, which begins tomorrow, as you're listening to this. Uh, Seems crazy. Uh, That is, I am assuming, well, I shouldn't assume. If the, uh, what did you call this new variant, Colton? The Frankenstein variant? The Frankenstein variant, yeah. And uh, our president don't put us into a nuclear war between now and the time this comes out. We'll make it to April. So happy April. I hope spring's eternal. Yeah, Yeah, or or if the AI uh, goes ahead and releases those uh, toxins that they've already created and figured out. Yeah. You know, whatever. It's fine. Everything's good. And from Indianapolis, Indiana, he's our in-house bartender, mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles. It's John the Optimist Colson. 
What is up, uh, Undebeatables? What is up, Pacer Nation? Uh, that reminds me of uh, when the when the Pacers got stuck on the airplane and they were having engine trouble, and Rasul Butler screamed out, "I just want one more Christmas!" <laughs> <laughs> From Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What's going on, fellas? It's a Thirsty Thursday. Drink up. Hell yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Thirsty April. <laughs> Thirsty <laughs> 22. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That escalated. All right. <laughs> Listen, the last two years, whatever, man. What it, You know, just it's a low bar. Everybody needs a month. Just, right, it's just that's right. Just go just to Amsterdam, just chill out. You know? Right. So, if you want to help fund us to take a month off of everything, you can head over to <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/Undebeatables and support our show for as little as a dollar per month. Uh, higher tiers get uh, access to our Slack, where we we got a lot of good postings here. Col- uh, Colson, what was the one that, that Connie posted that you love so much? <laughs> it was a duck one? It was a duck. It was how to pick up a duck. And so, yeah. <laughs> which and is, and the, 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 you have to face the duck instead of try to chase it. And then you yeah. say, hello, duck. My name is human name. And then you stick your hand <laughs> under the duck and pick it up. <laughs> yeah, I, I just loved it so much. I sent it to Ugh. all my friends. Yeah, I'm a big fan. So if that appeals to you... Head over to Patreon. I think we did. We, we did a lot of stuff about uh, tanking and and you know. Oh yeah. All, it's been a pretty active lately. Yeah. But you yeah, also yeah, can sure. get duck news for sure. <laughs> sure. It's my go-to <laughs> duck news source. <laughs> yeah. Think about. Uh, I may need to carve off a new channel for that one. Just to... <laughs> just because there's too much duck news. Yeah. I mean, you know, I didn't. I didn't think we could have too much, but uh, here we are. All right, team. It is. This is, I think, uh, this is definitely the earliest we've done this one. The uh, the Pacers Undebeat Awards. This season is, uh, I don't know, It's uh, it, it is what it is. And we're here, and it is time for us to give our awards out for, uh, I don't know, just for the, the look back on the season. And we've got uh, a lot of old categories, some new categories I'm excited about. And we're going to get into these, and uh, we're going to get voted on. Uh, usually, it's it's just Lance all the way down, but this time <laughs> he's on. In this in this year, he's on the team, so it, my votes make a little more sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, the year he wasn't on the team, that was that was awkward. Yeah, well, I'm a loyal voter. <laughs> <laughs> We do have um, one of our awards to hand out. I think uh, the under, the, uh, as I've t- uh, called them, the the, uh, the underbeat awards. We'll just make everybody else a winner. So the the first category I want to get into. This is a new category, and this is uh, special for this year. I, ho- I hope to not see this category category again. This is the javelin award. And uh, the javelin is uh, a very nice anti-tank measure. Uh, it's an anti-tank weapon, and this award is for the person who's messing up our tanking efforts. Uh, 
Harper, who do you think has been the biggest detriment to uh, our, you know, us get, trying to get to the bottom as quickly as we can? Who didn't get the memo? Who didn't get the memo? <laughs> you know, we've got it pretty well ironed out at this point in the season. So uh, I, I'm proud of my guys. I just, you know, I, I'd like to give them all a, a pat on the ass for uh, their great work here in the past few weeks. Um, I think in the in the early going there, um, I, I may have to throw back to Karis Levert. He was real, mm. real opportune on dropping mm. 40 a game and showcasing his skill set. Uh, so we traded his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fair. And I think he, he improved as the season was going on, and, and it was really, yeah, it was hurting our effort. Javelin. <laughs> <laughs> Colson, who you got? Uh, for me, it's the sauce. Um, O'Shea Brissett, every time I watch him play, he's trying way too hard. Like, he keeps hitting three-pointers. He's getting put back dunks. Like, this guy's starting for us. You know, uh, last year we kind of, was he a two-way player? Like, we picked him up off the scrap heap, and now he's a starter for us. And um, uh, he's 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 endangering us of winning some of these games. So um, he's going to get my Javelin Award. JT, where are you at? Uh, I went along the same lines of uh, guys that are just t- too enthusiastic out there, playing a little bit too hard. Um <laughs> But with when you look at our roster, it would make sense. Like three quarters of them are G League guys that are trying to, uh, uh, you know, make their name in the NBA. And I went with Gummy Bear. Uh, Yay, Gummy Bear! Who has uh, made a case that he could survive on an NBA roster somewhere? I agree. I mean, the way he shoots the ball and um, you know, he can handle hard. and create and, and tries too hard. <laughs> yeah, and tries way too hard. I like that. Well, vote. for me, yeah, I think that's a that you certainly make a good case for him. Uh, for me, I think the the team reacted pretty quickly on this one, so I think this is what the Pacers mm-hmm. uh, were, were thinking. But it's Tristan Thompson. Sure, you know he he spent four games with us, and as soon as he picked up his game, gone, just cut, send send him packing. Um, yeah, what do you have? Uh, double digit rebounds, and the next day he was cut. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm assuming they you know. They just left the pink slip on his locker after he picked up the, you know, the tenth rebound. It said, "Yeah, know, and we bro- and we won that game, if I recall too. Yeah, this, yeah, is, this yeah. is not gave him the doable. game ball with a pink pink slip posted <laughs> to it. Good job. Hope we never see you again. Yeah. The hell, uh, <laughs> here's tickets to uh, Chicago. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. All right. You know, Joe, I, I had even forgotten that Tristan Thompson was on the team. Uh, there are 27 Pacers available for these awards this year. That's got to be by far. 28. It's got to be by far the most. Yeah. Um, yeah, so 27 players that have played and and TJ Warren. What was the what was the year of the the brawl? What did we have like 32 guys? But we weren't doing the show back then. So mm, that's a good question. Yeah. We could we could look that up, but that sounds that like be, a lot of work. Could be an undegoogleable. <laughs> yeah, we're tanking too. What year wait, we'll what year was that? Away. Uh, that was 2004. Oh, 405. Right. Oh, 405, yeah. Pretty, pretty quickly, I think. Let's see here. So the next award, we're going to do Rookie uh, of the Year. And rookie meaning mm-hmm. in our 
definition, this is going to be the, someone who's new to the team, someone who was not on the team last year. Right, so yeah, about I'm going to f- 24 of the 27. <laughs> yeah, it does I'm not narrow it, it down much for this show. I'm going to phrase it uh, precisely so Lance Stevenson is available. Okay. For, to be, I'll, I'll take. I'll I'll go first. I I I went in the truest sense of the rookie uh, modicum, and I went with Isaiah Jackson. Um, mm. I was I'm very uh, excited about this guy and his potential. I think he brings a level of ath- athleticism that this team hasn't seen in quite a while, uh, and lots of value oop dunks are in our future. And I am excited about that. And he seems like a good kid. Like, he's got a good head on his shoulders, and he's trying to get better every day, and that's all you can ask, basically. So, that uh, is my votes with him. Who I had as well. That kid is super fun. Love the way he plays above the rim. Super, super fun. But uh, since we've already represented him here, I'll go ahead and just take Buddy Heald. Uh, real <laughs> surprise for me this season. I, yeah. I feel like the trade really invigorated this guy, um, you know, in spite of some recent. Uh, dribbling ball off feet uh, episodes uh, <laughs> really been playing great for us. Obviously the shooting is something that we needed, but I think the playmaking that he, that he brought to the team was, was a real surprise. Uh, probably not only to me, but maybe to coaches as well. Uh, so he's been a real find and, you know, hopefully we can find uh, a way to keep him around at the right price. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I would like to, I mean, I, that's not my pick, but I just really appreciate, you know, it felt like Buddy Heal was thrown in to make the numbers match, you know? Uh, it, 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 that that Sacramento was like, we've got to get rid of Heald if we're going to give away Halliburton. We got to get rid of this contract, and he's been he's been fantastic and productive. Uh, um, and Carlisle says he's the hardest working guy on the team, so that's freaking awesome. Um, so shout out, buddy Heald. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh... Oh God! Oh my God! Who do I pick? <laughs> Justin Anderson. Uh, you know, I, I feel like uh, the answer here is Chris Duarte. Uh, w- w- what a wonderful professional basketball player he's been. But but I'm going with Jalen Smith. Uh, this is a guy that yeah. I didn't even know existed in the league. He's like the 16th guy on Phoenix. Um, we trade a couple draft picks for him, and I want to sign this guy long term. Like he just looks amazing to me. He looks like the the perfect kind of defensive. Uh, he's mobile on the perimeter defensively, and he can also hit the three. He's he's uh, scrambles on the glass. I just I just really excited about this Jalen Smith kid. So, um, he's averaging thirteen and eight for us. You know, in in limited time, he's injured right now, but um, it just had a great showing. Um, I'm super in on Jalen Smith. Uh, a, a point of a, a clarification from earlier, Colson, that the O four O five team only had twenty players on that team. Hmm. Okay. So back in the day, I think that was a big deal. Yeah, but uh, you know, with inflation and whatnot, I mean, it's hard to to compare. Now there's all these two-way players, and back in my day, we didn't have these fancy two-way players. That's right. That's right. They're they're, they are very fancy. They just had to pick people out of the crowd back then. Right. Um, but back to the the pacer rookie of the year. The, you know the guy who wasn't on the team last year it's my guy it's Lance Stevenson of course it's Lance Stevenson <laughs> you know they brought him in again and you know I've been rumored for a bit and the, the the deal happened so I of course welcome Lance back to the team you know it, it it's not been you know he's not been as consistent as I like but um you do know at this point of his career he's he's uh you know 
if he's not scoring, or if he's, you know he's not doing one thing, he's helping in another way. He's playing defense, or um, you know, if we need a you know one touch behind the back, split the defense pass, you know, from a long bomb uh, from Halliburton, like he can do that, and he will do that. Um, if you if you need Justin Anderson's mind blown, um, he can do that. But. I'm glad to have Lance back, and it, I think it's good for him to, you know, these other guys that you mentioned, that the younger guys, um, well, not Buddy Heald, but the younger guys, um, he's a, I, I think he's a good, uh, a, a good mentor to them, you know, to show them what they need to do in this league, and and you know, he's a good spark off the bench when we need to make the look, game look competitive when it's really not. You know? <laughs> no, I, I agree with that. I think he he. Um he brings the level of energy that that uh, this team needs, and and that's a great example to these young kids. And he also definitely knows how to celebrate, so that's also good to teach yeah. the kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, next category is the six man, and again, this year this is a weird one. We got a. I don't know. Do you guys know offhand how many different starting lineups we've had? It's in the twenties, I think. Like, it's. A lot. It's more than it's healthy. Um, <laughs> uh, Harper, do you have any any? Uh, and I guess we're going to play fast and loose with the definition on this one this year. I, I don't don't care. Probably <laughs> pick anyone. Right. Uh, the name that I'd most like to mention that I haven't said out loud yet is Terry Taylor. Mm. So, yeah. Hey, Birdhouse. He's fun. He is fun. I just I love the little guy going in there. Roughing it up with the big boys, coming down with all the rebounds. He's fun. I like Taylor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's who I had, too. Uh, he's, nice. he's like a prototypical bench guy. Like, just going to come in, give energy, do the little things. Yeah, but, he's super fun. Yeah, but he's also 6'5", and he gets more rebounds than uh, Miles Turner. Like, mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Uh, he's my pick as well. I've just been, I didn't. He's the pacer I didn't know I needed been fantastic <laughs> i think you know i've reflected on this one for for a good while and for me i think it's lance stevenson hmm, interesting um you know i think he provides a good spark actually could you just go back to the last thing i said <laughs> <laughs> we'll just splice that in <laughs> just yeah uh yeah we'll fix that in post um, i mean he, yeah, he's spark spark plug off the bench energy guy um you know, fun passer, fantastic celebrator, as you mentioned. Um, make some dance. That's what I. That's what I need to see out of a, a sixth man. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go grab my Lance jersey. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's let's scoot this one over to Coach of the Year. This one is well. We had a big shakeup, so that could, I guess could be uh, rookie of the year too. Um, let me go down. Let's go down the uh, the the coaching staff uh, as a whole. Um, we've got uh, on the we got Calvert Cheney, assistant coach of player development. Tyler Marsh, assistant coach player development. Josh Corbeil is a trainer. Uh, General Pargo player development Mike Weinar just as assistant coach Jenny Buchek Lloyd Pierce and Ronald Norred all assistant coach I guess we've got uh, 
you know, what's his name? It's uh, old, uh, oh, new Nate, new Nate. Is that is that the guy yeah. around? No, 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 no. Um, Rick Carlisle is of course the the new coach, and um, I don't know. I mean, is it not Carlisle for anybody? I mean, he, he, I, nothing against the 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 nothing. I don't know nothing against the the other staff. I just haven't seen. I haven't seen a bunch of. Uh, um, the player, I don't know. Player development's been <laughs> something, um, our but it's not. In, our been injuries have been something. <laughs> they are, yeah. yeah. I, look, I I have gone through long stretches, and I've talked about it on the show of being disappointed with Carlisle um, this season. Um, I know that he's one of the coaches that matter. Um, I know we had a lot of injuries and things like that, but I felt like, you know. He had he was given a team that was good enough to be um, a 500 team, and I felt like he didn't want to work with it. I really do feel like the Miles Turner Sabonis lineup might have gotten stale, but it was still effective if you look at the numbers. It never stopped being effective, but we just wanted to do something different, which is fine. He just never really liked the personnel for the style of play he wanted to, to play. Um, or if he did, he didn't figure out how to help it win. So, um, I'm I'm disappointed with Carlisle. So I'm giving this to uh, Lance Stevenson. Yeah, dark horse. It was a dark horse. I mean, you keep saying that you know where Carlisle is a coach that matters, and then everything else that follows it <laughs> suggests that he's not a coach that matters. He used to be a coach that matters. Mm-hmm. He used to be. Uh, maybe the game. Maybe the game's passed him by, Harper. Sure, sure. That's a a a point of view. Um, I'll go ahead and give it to him this year. Why not? I mean, you know, obviously, you know, it comes down to wins and losses, right? Um, it's not his job to go out there and perform, and you know, the the numbers, the advanced metrics for any particular lineup matter a lot less than who's going to win you a game in crunch time. And the guys that were out there just weren't getting it done. So we're obviously, it was time it, to right. shake it up. Rick Carlisle is good a guy to have his have at the helm during that transition as anybody. Really like where these young kids are at. Probably not his most exciting season in the NBA. Uh, coaching a bunch of, uh, you know, basically a really long tryout for a lot of these guys. But, uh, you know, he's done his work, and I, I think that we see the dividends next year. I went with Jenny Buchek on this one, mostly because she had the most enthusiastic air guitar after Lance would do something <laughs> awesome. Uh, <laughs> And also, just it's 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 good to see a woman on the sidelines. We've been this is something we've been wanting on this podcast for a while, and I, by all accounts, she's doing a great job. So uh, that's where my vote goes. I, I will say for her, the you know the uh, sort of dynamic I see is you know just like just like any other coach you know out there. So she's um, so that's that's what you want to see. So. Mm-hmm. I want to give my my props to Carlisle too. I mean, he's. I mean, I guess yeah. He he took a you know something that I thought we we you know like I said we we thought was five hundred or better team you know it but th- you know things just weren't they were not working and I don't think it was his fault you know and so you know I think he took that and just um, I don't and I don't know you know some of the the power dynamics you know i don't know if he's talking to pritchard and saying hey this isn't going to work you know and and 
in, in, or if, if they're making that call, you know, further upstream. But, but um, yeah, I mean, I yeah, kind of think that this season has turned into a a uh, it is it's a long try long tryout long paid tryout for a lot of these guys, and um, you know they're just looking for uh, getting ready for next season. So um, we'll see. I guess next season we'll see where we where we land on this because we've got some new exciting players that I think they're going to make a big difference you know we we got of course we got Chet Holmgren coming in um and you know we're going to see where see where that's going to take us oh thinking speaking of things that keep me up at night (laughs) lord all right next category I weigh more than the dude and he's like seven one (laughs) defensive pacer of the year Oh, you know what? And there's one I wanted to throw one more one more uh, name in the hat that we haven't uh, talked about yet, and it's Ricky Rubio, who's on, uh, technically on our roster. You just give, just give him a shout out. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Oh, he's my, he's my DPOA. <laughs> oh yeah, but he he played just as good a defense as anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we had a lot of forty plus point. The fourth, you know, quarters that we're giving up, and and uh, spoiler alert, you don't win those games. So, uh. well, spoiler alert, we have not won very many games. Uh, we are twenty uh, sixth in defensive rating um, this year. So, and twenty fifth in opponent points per game. So, um, not not playing a lot of staunch defense. I think that's the other thing that I was uh, worried about with Carlisle. I thought he was going to have, and one of the things he said in, in the preseason was. I'm going to be able to create an identity easily with this team because you create identity by by playing defense, and this team never did that ever, ever. <laughs> yeah, so he traded all of them. <laughs> mm. um, I, this is easy for me. Uh, I'm giving it to Miles Turner. Um, when he's on the floor, we're a half decent defensive team. He he blocks like three shots a, a game. Um, you know, maybe he can't keep up with people on the the perimeter, but the kind of uh, difference he makes down low for us uh, on those weak side chop blocks is is you know dramatic. So I know he didn't play a bunch this season, but I still think he's our best defensive player. In years past, I've been voted for him for defensive player of the year for the for the actual whole NBA. So um, I think he still deserves on this list. Did you know uh, Sabonis has played more games for for us this season than than Miles Turner yep. has? Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. But he also played better defense than Sabonis did. Yep, also a thing. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm fine with that. Um, you know, if if you want the guy who played enough games to qualify, you can go with uh, Chris Duarte, which I'll do. I, I'll check that box sure. for Chris. Okay, sure. Solid like perimeter Chris. defender. Great to see on our team. Very very useful and will be for a long time. Uh, and you know, like Miles Turner, understands that yeah, it's time to shut it down for the year. So both these guys, you know, take the rest of the year off. It's fine. Okay. Save it for next year. Yeah, yeah. NBA uh, defenses are incredibly complex, and uh, you know, you know, it took Miles Turner out of what three seasons to kind of get it figured out. Duarte maybe doesn't have it all figured out, but just what natural instincts and uh, yeah. you know, just I mean, just really great uh, contribution defensively for us. I agree. Doesn't help to not have your defensive anchor out there calling it out either. Right. That's true. That's true. Just, just figure it out, Chris. Yeah. Chris, just shut down (laughs) your side of the court. Don't let anybody near the basket because there's no one to block a shot. 
can't do that, you just don't belong here. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Turner too. Uh, he, you know, he's 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 the anchor, and uh, we sorely miss him when he's not out there. We have zero chance uh, when he's not there, and he's not there by design. So we got the most improved pacer next. And again, as with all the other ones, this is a very loose definition. It can be whatever you want. So. Jason, who do you think is the most improved pacer? Well, I got uh, Colson threw this name out earlier, and, and it, for a uh, uh, javelin award, uh, but but I have him as most improved, and that's the sauce. I feel like he has solidified himself as a guy that belongs in the NBA. I think uh, he's he's become consistent enough from three point line, and and gives enough energy and defense off the bench that uh i think he'll find a home you know maybe with the pacers that's my guy shout out the sauce harper where are you at nice i think i'll pick up uh jalen smith for this one um Mm. another guy had a good resurgence with our team and uh you know kind of it it looks a bit unlikely that we'll be able to resign him because of some arcane contract nonsense but uh He's definitely going to find a home with an NBA team somewhere, and is really starting to look like an actual lottery type pick, which he was. So good, good, good for him. And I, while I hope we resign him and uh, he continues his career with us, you know, certainly good luck wherever he lands. I think he's going to be a solid player. Coleman, who you got? I'm going to go with uh, Goga on this one. Um, you hmm. know, he. Um, still shows some of the strengths and weaknesses he showed from his very rookie season, um, but he's doing it um, more consistently at greater clips. I mean, you know, he's been starting for us uh, down the stretch as we tank, um, but, you know, there's nights where he's given us, you know, 20 and 12, you know. I mean, he um, he still makes some poor defensive decisions, um, but... You know, I just feel like he's growing. He's he's developing and on on a pace, and he looks to me like an NBA player most nights. That's fair. Gaga for Goga. Mm-hmm. Goga for you. Goga for Gaga. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe oh, <laughs> probably both of them. <laughs> Colson is a big Lady Gaga. Fan. Yeah, I, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I want to go. I, I keep. I keep looking at uh, Kiefer Sykes. Hmm. You know, I think he, he's a guy who's was just been just grinding and grinding and trying to get into the league. And you know, he, he's had he's had a shot, and he still play he still plays some. And I want to I want to give him a shout out for for his effort this season. And I hope he continues to have um, some time in this league because he's fun to watch for me. So uh, I'm going to give him a shout out. So. Shout out Kiefer Sykes. Shout out. Shout out. out. We're going to move on to the least valuable pacer. Mm. This is a tough one. It's a tough one. And I'm going to wait until later because I want Harper to go and tell us who he thinks the least valuable pacer is. TJ Warren. He's a hateful, hateful person. Ouch. Ouch. He's played, uh, let's see, let's check this. No, he's played nothing for us this year. Mm. Cashing him checks still, though. 
Yeah, I mean, mm. we've talked about this. Uh, he's the perfect four for this team. Um, the way it's constructed currently, and he's never going to see those <laughs> minutes on this team ever. Ugh. Boo. <laughs> yeah, that kind of sucked the life out of it. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Colson. Uh, uh, you know, Brad Wanamaker. I thought he was. I thought he was like an NBA player. You know, we brought we brought him on, and he was like the last guy we brought on. But they were like, oh, you know, um, professional in the locker room, been around for a long time. Um, yeah, no, he was he was sucked. He didn't even play defense. <laughs> I mean, he played what? He played twenty two games. Thought shot thirty six percent from the floor, twenty three percent from the range. Ugh, you know. And I didn't really, like I said, I didn't feel like he like put the clamps down on anybody. So. Um, Come on, Brad. Hmm. Want to make you better? Ooh. Whatever happened? Him? Did he get waived at some point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he still on the roster? Oh, he's no, he's not. Away. He's gone. Okay. I'm going to throw uh, uh, Tory Craig's name out there. Mm. I liked. I kind of liked what he was doing for a bit, but it just never. You know, he he got minutes, but he just he just didn't do enough. You know, to to really, he was not a difference maker. You know, in my opinion, hmm. and he played a lot, but you just forgot you know, he was on the floor. Sometimes, I mean, kinda, yeah. You know, it was not like he was. He wasn't like actively bad. I just felt like it was just pretty neutral, and uh, you know, he 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 went back from whence he came. So it was just Phoenix, I guess. But um, he's gonna go uh, win himself a title. I mean, maybe, but uh, you know, I I I don't. I don't feel the the gaping Tory. I don't see like the the, the Tory Craig sized hole in our roster. Mm. <laughs> but you feel it in your heart, right? There's a you know Tory what? Craig sized hole in your heart. I did when I started to reflect back, but not into you know. Once you remember, he guys. played for us. Immediately right, yeah. identified that hole in your heart. Yeah, but like, you know, the the Demata Sabonis size hole, like, I feel that every, right when I wake up, I feel that one. Should probably get mm. that looked at. Tory Craig. Yeah, the, yeah do you, is it aspirating? Is that is that a thing when you have a hole in your heart? Yeah. Is that a hole in your lung? I don't know. So he's definitely going to murmur. <laughs> get that checked out, buddy. Want to go into the... Wait, do I get to say mine? No? Oh, uh... Okay. I'll check the rules. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got to get your elbows right. out there, buddy. Yeah. This is uh, uh, a reflection of my uh, emotional feelings towards this guy. And also maybe, uh, you know, maybe listens to the pod and spur him on next year. But my LVP for this season is Malcolm Brogdon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, this team came into a season with a lot of expectations Um you know, it was it was just last year was a bad coaching situation, and all we got to do is bring in a new coach, and you know the pieces will all work together. Uh, they're all good basketball players, and the the main job, in my opinion, of a point guard is to get all the people on the team thinking the same way and feeling good about how they're playing and feeling excited about playing. And Malcolm Brogdon did, did failed to do that. Uh, for the first half of the season, which led to the blowing up of this entire roster. And, you know, we've seen sprinklings of a happy 
Malcolm Brogdon, and and obviously he's a, a player that's capable of things, but I'm gonna I need more from Malcolm Brogdon in my life next year if uh, if I'm gonna if he's gonna uh, relinquish his his stranglehold on the LVP in my <laughs> mind. You know, that's uh, it's an excellent point, Jason. And and he, of course, gave you an LVP uh, season right after getting a uh, contract extension from the organization. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Super helpful. It was a Vin Baker-esque. That's the right answer. I'm gonna I'm gonna go that's with Jason. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm I'm going I'm going with Jason. I'm I'm gonna let uh, Brand Watermaker off the hook. <laughs> it's Brogdon. Yeah, I'm sticking with Warren. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. All right, we got two left here. The next one is the He Gone Award, and this is the player that we are the most confident will not return to the team. I'm going to throw this one to Harper, who uh, I feel like interesting. may have uh, an answer. I'm, I'm just be consistent here. It's TJ Warren. Bye-bye. 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 TJ Warren, uh, we believe we've seen the last game he'll be wearing a Pacer uh, jersey. Which was what? Like, like, I don't know. Two years ago? Something like that. Yeah, does not seem very interested in the uh, blue and gold. We'll have to go dig up some archive tape to see the last time he played for us. On microfiche. Sorry. (laughs) What are you getting microfiche (laughs) of Pacers? Um, You know, in the basement of the library. After after he goes to his social media class at the library. (laughs) He's, He's already there. there. <laughs> uh, uh, Jason, who who you got for the the he gone? Uh, I have Monte Ellis's contract. <laughs> the we are uh, after this season done paying Finally. Monte Ellis any money. Cheers, good Lord. My goodness. Here, here. Good. Yeah. Good pull. Uh, Colson. Uh, I'm going to make us all sad, but uh, yeah, I don't think we find a way to bring back Jalen Smith, as uh, Harper mentioned mm. before. We only have the ability to pay him four seven four point seven million dollars a year, and it looks like someone else in the round, some other team around the league, is going to feel like he's worth more than that. So, um, don't think we're going to have the ability to hold on to him. Um, even though it makes me sad, I'm going to say he's my he gone award. Yeah, that's just a weird contract situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I believe. We're going to give another one to Ricky Rubio. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> this is, he's very efficient for his uh, uh, undefeated awards. He's played no minutes, and uh, apparently he's winning categories. So. That's right. Well done. <laughs> That's right. I mean, he's a savvy vet, you know? I mean, yeah. he's been around I mean, the he league is. a long time. The intangibles. Right? Somebody will pay that. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even have a cup of coffee. That was a, just a shot no. of espresso, yeah. and he's like out. Right. It was like over Zoom, too. I don't even know if we mailed him a jersey. I don't know. I'm gonna, Coles, I'm gonna make you a, I'm gonna go get you a custom Ricky Rubio. Do you know what? With Did he get a paint. number? I wonder if you got a number. Ooh, Did you even bother giving him a number? I'll have to find that out. If not, I'll, I'll give him a number. <laughs> We're all feverish. Double zeros? <laughs> uh, no, it looks like no number here. Okay. Well, at least under basketballreference.com, he's got no number. That doesn't mean that's okay. NBA.com has number 99. Okay. See, that seems like a placeholder to me. Seems like a made-up number. Why would you say such a thing? Ricky Rubio is an integral part of this organization and franchise. A lasting effect on our culture. That's true. You know, uh, where did you get that from? Uh, NBA.com. 
Okay, yeah, I'm on yeah. Pacers.com and it says 99. Oh, so it says okay, 99. Yeah. all right, yeah. Nice. So yeah, we so, assigned we, him a number. When yes, he we did. We were like, hopefully nobody else will pick. We should have picked sixty nine then. We should have done it. Just assign yeah, him sixty nine. Where's the sense of humor, Pacers? That's right. Somebody have fun with this. I also like that on the on Pacers dot com, they didn't even bother to Photoshop Jalen Smith. Well, so Jalen Smith has played for our team, <laughs> and they don't. They have his uh, Phoenix jersey. On the player on the roster page, and rookie Ruby, of course, didn't play, but they didn't even bother to like give an intern Photoshop for 15 minutes, <laughs> even just like color correct, like you know, right. you don't have to put on a fake jersey, just put, put, make it blue. Yeah, they didn't do that either. <laughs> All right, we're gonna round it out here oh, with great. the most valuable pacer. You know, I'll go first on this one. Uh, I think for me, who could it be? It's Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, okay, you got me. Nice. Yeah. So and you're excited Lance, about the Halliburton era. I am. I'm very excited about him. I think he's going to be, you know, from what we've seen this season, you know, is is just been, it's been, you know, positive. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited about what I think he is able to do. He's got a really high ceiling, and I feel like he's just a good teammate, so he can play with whomever you know, we decide uh, it's going to be on the roster. I think they're going to um, – I think part of this season is about who who meshes well with him with our current roster. Of course, Lance, you know, meshes with him very well. Um, so Lance will be one of those guys. It's going to be a sweet one to punch. Um, and, you know, beyond that, who knows who's going to be on this roster? Not Monte Ellis. I know that. And not <laughs> he got Warren. Time to resign yeah. him now. <laughs> Jason, who you got? Well, this is going to be a controversial pick in light of uh, some previous uh, uh, selections, awardees. I am giving my award to TJ Warren. Excellent. Uh, I believe that he was on the train early. He he sniffed out early in the Nate Bjorkman era that this was heading for disaster. And he said, I'm not going to help this team win a single game more than it should because they need to blow it all up and get into the lottery and get the number one pick. And he stuck to his guns, came back, you know, for this year, new coach. And he said, no, still, I'm not going to help this team win. No. It's a man of principle. Look what it's done for us. Yeah. (laughs) Playing 5D chess in a checkers game. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying t- two years ago he saw the the pacer train heading for a cliff and said, not on my watch, and just jumped off the train? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Which has been good for us resetting, ultimately. And injured himself in the process. <laughs> he, hurt, he hurt a knee or something. Right. Air quotes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, I've seen enough movies. you got to roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harper, where are you at? Um, I am going to give this award to Demonis Sabonis. Mm. The improvement and work ethic of this guy is what made him good enough to trade for Tyrese Halliburton. <laughs> 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 and that was very important. So job well done. <laughs> Get back in the gym. <laughs> Get back in the gym. We need to get a better player. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if TJ Warren only had that kind of ethic, we'd be in great shape. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's true. That's true. But I, res- I, I agree with you, Jason. I respect his principle. He, uh, he's a man with some foresight. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Colson, who, who do you got? You know, I like Sabonis as an answer because I think that, you know, during his time here, he was uh, one of the uh, greatest pacers of, of all time. I mean, he just, he, the kind of numbers he put up and all that stuff is fantastic. No, so uh, the, the answer for me is, uh, is Halliburton. Um, he has been the one light, the one ray of hope in this just year of darkness. Um, <laughs> he, he looks to me like uh, he's got the, the personality uh, to be to 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 be a face of a franchise. He's got the natural passing uh, gift. Uh, he's got a sweet ass stroke. Uh, it seems like he's going to be fun to play with, and um, we'll just uh, he's the he is the uh, hope in the future, and uh, I'm glad he's on the team. It's a good answer. Agree with me, so I think it's a good answer. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't have to be our best player going forward, but he's definitely going right. to be a player going forward. I'm a little yeah, surprised. I was I, I was ready to take Lance Stevenson for this one. I'm a little surprised. I thought he was just the shot in the arm that our culture needed. But uh, honorable mention, at least, for Lance this year. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I mean, look. So it's implied. But, I, you know, to just make it, I, I'm trying to make good radio here. So um. It's like Popovich and Coach of the Year. It's just like, yeah, yeah, exactly. we know who the MVP is. <laughs> right, but, right. right. So, yeah, for the Lance Stevenson Award, of course. Uh, it's Lance Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Well done, Lance. But Lance is so it. benevolent. He's just going to mm-hmm. let Tyrese have it this year. It's a kind of leadership so very... that he brings. That's right. Yep. It's a shot in the arm yep. this team needed. That's right. Colson, are you still sending out the awards with the puffy paint? <clears throat> well, what we've learned is that I need to send uh, at least a jersey, a, a handmade jersey to Rubio with puffy paint. Right, because I don't think he got one. We just get ninety nine real big, ninety nine. You know, puffy paint. Yeah, <laughs> you voice your font very well. <laughs> Everybody knows what that font looks like. Ruby, like comic sans cross with child scribble. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the 2021-2022 Pacers Undebeat Awards. We'll be doing the full uh, full league coming up in the next uh, couple weeks here. Um, Joe, is this the first time we've done the Pacers before the full league? Because we do the full league at the end of the season, yeah. and then we wait until after the playoffs to do the Pacers. Right, yeah. So, yeah, we always – it's a different order, but, you know, I think the – you know, desperate times call for yeah. desperate measures, and we uh... also the Pacers are usually in the playoffs. Yeah, we got to make room right. for eight weeks of draft predictions. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. We look forward to a lot of undegoogleables. Unde- uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Refill those coffers right quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll, we're going to end with a stat of the week. Joey, stat of the week. This week, this one's wild, uh, in in my humble opinion. Um, but it is about the Great Squirrel Stampede of eighteen twenty two. This happened in in Indiana. It's uh, oh. in the Hamilton County. 
there was uh it, it was a they said local farmers called it uh, akin to a swarm of locusts but there were uh, apparently thousands or millions of squirrels that stampeded across uh, the Indiana landscape and ate up everything they possibly could. And there, it's been, so that's been 200 years since that happened, and this year is, uh, there's going to be lots of squirrel celebrations. <laughs> um, and... They're going to be, there's going to be like squirrel themed, all sorts of squirrel themed, lots of all sorts of stuff like, uh, um, I don't know, like local, I don't know, little, uh, hold on here. So we're going to put like squirrel tails on buses and stuff? Yeah, so stuff like that. They're just going to do like squirrel themed everything, I believe. Um, So apparently what what, what spawned this is they believe it was the, the deforestation and then the squirrels had nowhere to go or they were, or they were starving and apparently uh they once they get you know once they get too low on food they're going to get desperate and do whatever they need um and that included uh uh just storming uh across the midwest uh, apparently there was two great squirrel immigrations in central Indiana in 1822 and 1845. And they said in 18, I'm sorry, in 1842, there was one that stretched from Iowa to Wisconsin, which is 130 miles wide and 150 miles long. Of squirrel. Of, squ- of just squirrels. Mm. Eating up the cornfields uh, back in the day. They were estimating uh, 12 squirrels would eat as much as one hog. And there were many, many, many of these. So they were just, just these uh, farms were destroyed. What are, what are squirrels like? They like they like corn. They like tomatoes. What else do they like? They, they like don't, nuts. They, so apparently they don't, they don't like corn, but oh. they But they were they starving. Eat it. So, okay. Yeah, when they're standing. They're starving. <laughs> right. <laughs> They'll take out a corn cop. Yeah, apparently it's at least one person died from this. That is a rough way to what go. What a horrible way yeah, to go. No yeah, no doubt. I know. And the way, the way that that sentence is constructed, too, because <laughs> it's like written all old-timey, right? It's like, sir, right, there right. was by one man killed round one cornfield 248 in three days about four miles from this place. So I can't decide whether they're telling me it's three days into the stampede or whether it just took three days for the squirrels to off this dude. Like, Ooh, it's like a really yeah, like slowly, sentence. slowly chew at his flesh for three days. <laughs> Really sadistic squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, because it's the 200 year anniversary, are we going to have another squirrel apocalypse? Boy, I mean, I you know I get squirrels in. I mean, every day it gets <laughs> like lots of squirrels in my yard, but just but they're reasonable numbers, you know. I mean, you've seen the way the last two years have gone. What do you think is going to happen <laughs> next? <laughs> Might as well, right? We got. Do you have any of these uh, down in North Carolina? Have you seen any of these uh, palm-sized spiders that are taking over? Oh, don't tell me about. No, you're making this up. No, this is real. Oh yeah. no, they hitchhiked from Japan. Oh, it was no. like uh, these parachuting spiders that are the size of a palm. Like They're not a dangerous. Palm frond. 
Or like a like human a palm. palm. Like the palm oh, a human hand. palm. Like a Chet Holmgren like, palm? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or a Boban like palm? Bobon, a Boban palm? <laughs> Boban palm. Because <laughs> those will block out the sun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they parachute in on what their own webs? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So they're like Spider-Man. Awesome. Yeah, the, I think they'll like when they're looking for new territory that they, they can like uh yeah, basically just jump from a tree but like parachute on their web to the next location. <sighs> what do we have to bring in t- uh to kill this thing? I mean, I want I don't know. <laughs> Probably these squirrels. Yeah. Yeah. Or a flamethrower. <laughs> or a javelin. A javelin. <laughs> Napalm. <Yeah. laughs> Napalm. Napalm the forest. Oh, man. Because I don't think I can handle uh, palm-sized, uh, Bobon palm-sized uh, spiders. You're just going to die of fright when you see one? Is that the point? <laughs> no, I'm just going to, yeah. I'm just going to run. Mm-hmm. to get the vapors. Fly after you. <laughs> See, don't scare me like that. No, I mean, I guess we lived in New Orleans when the roaches could fly. Yeah, yeah. don't worry. We'll just we, we'll just sick the AI on it, and it'll come up with some sort of toxic agent to kill the spiders. <laughs> Neurotoxin Perfect. that will 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 shut down the lungs and the diaphragm, <laughs> but accidentally ours as well. You know, one problem that that you know in the 1800s that the the farmers had. Uh, with the squirrels was they had muskets and they're just too slow. You know, it's mm-hmm. a, takes a while to know, reload have, those things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, in, in 2022, our anti-squirrel uh, weaponry is going to be super advanced, you know? I mean, I'm I think sure. this is what the AR-15 was designed for. Yeah. <laughs> it's an anti, anti-squirrel device, huh? Yeah, it's the, the AR is anti-rodent. Model <laughs> there you 15. go. I was wondering what that stood for. <laughs> Mystery solved. Yeah. Well, shout out to the squirrels. Shout out to Bobin. Shout out to the the parachuting spiders. <laughs> <laughs> they don't deserve a shout out, Joey. Stop it. Let's get out of here. All right. You know why? Because squ- because I have to go to bed uh, realizing that Chet Holgram is basically just T.J. Leaf, and we're going to draft him. That's why I need T.J. Leaf was was. Uh, thicker around the, uh, the everything. <laughs> oh God! Damn, can man. you can you see this happen? We get the number. We get the number one pick, and we just draft TJ Leaf. Ugh. What are you gonna do? Tank again. Trust the process. Cool. <laughs> All right, team. Let's get out of here. Go to bed dreaming about palm-sized TJ Leafs or whatever. Uh, <laughs> whatever it is we're doing here uh until next week we'll be back with you you can find us on twitter send us a dm there you can find us on facebook.com slash the undebeatables our website is the undebeatables.com there's a contact form you can use that to send us a message or our email address shout out at the undebeatables.com and our website slash store is where you can find uh, this medium shirts that you need in your life for the architect, Donnie Walsh, and our once and always Hall of Fame coach, Bobby Seclinard. Turn down the lights. The party's over. 
a little flourish at the end there. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, this was this was a scary episode, and I just want to you know make everybody feel better on their way out the door. Yeah, but we've tied a bow on this season now, so we can start moving forward. Yeah. Do we even have to watch the next two weeks? Yes. Okay. Every minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. You do. Report Fair. back to us. <laughs> <laughs> Can I read a quote from the an, another old-timey quote from the article? I would love it. They came They came by the thousands for several days, Oliver told his son. They was so starved and footsore from traveling that they wasn't fit to eat. One day I counted 18 dead squirrels I shot from a tree without changing position or missing a shot. We left so many dead ones on the ground, they actually attracted the buzzards. Wow. Yeah. Sharpshooter over there. Didn't miss a shot. Yeah. And actually, this is a guy who was at 38th and Fall Creek. Oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's pretty wicked. That is wild. Uh, but I, I think the answer is Halliburton. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> I can't make it small. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, didn't you can't know make, that was going to affect can't. everybody's view. <laughs> it's just going to be my view of things. Colson, I, I think feel you like did we're make Muppets. it small, though. This is great. <laughs> What's that? I think you did make it small. <laughs> That's a dick joke, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so.